This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The 1-1 pitch is drilled into the gap in left center field, and that ball is gone. A solo home run. Live play-by-play coverage of BYU Baseball is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. By Intermountain Healthcare, proud partner and official medical provider of BYU Athletics. Because health has no off-season. Also by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud sponsor of BYU Baseball. Now let's get you ready for Cougar Baseball. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good afternoon, BYU baseball fans. Welcome into Bobcat Stadium in San Marcos, Texas, where today the fourth and final game of a four-game series between BYU and Texas State will be played. We thought we were going to get a minute or two before first pitch, but it looks like we're going to start things off right away. First pitch coming your way right out of the gate. My name is Jason Shepard. Thank you so much for tuning in to our debut broadcast here on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Joined by Tuckett Slade, BYU Baseball Director of Operations. And Tuck, you've been here for the last couple of days, even did the, uh, the Facebook Live uh, for yesterday's game. Uh, I just got in town and I'm ready to go. First pitch is underway, and the first pitch from Tony Roby is low for ball one. Absolutely, Shep. We are excited and trying to get out of here with a split in the worst way as we head to UT tomorrow. Absolutely. Roby delivers the 1 0 in the dirt or the turf, as it were. Two balls, no strikes. To the leadoff man, Andrew Pintar. We'll get to the starting lineups, brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. Ground ball foul by Pintar. So now two balls and one strike. And, Chef, I know you haven't been with us for the first three games, but I know you've been paying attention. Yes, I have. And Pintar has, has started hot. He is... Really been swinging the bat, and uh, Coach Littlewood rewards him by moving him up in the lineup today to kind of hopefully get a little pop in the, the front of the order. There are just some guys that you just want to give them opportunities because you know game in and game out they're going to come up with something. You don't know when it's going to happen, but you want them in the lineup. 2-1 pitch inside. Now three balls and one strike to Andrew Pintar. Rest of the starting lineup. After Pintar, Mitch McIntyre batting second, Austin Deming batting third. The 3-1 pitch misses, and that's ball four, and that'll be a leadoff walk to Andrew Pintar, and not a bad way for the Cougars to begin here in the top of the first inning. Well, that's one of the reasons why Coach Littlewood said, hey, we're going to give him a chance to lead off. He let, he let, let off a, quite a few games last year in our shortened season, but a guy that can just get on base early in the game, and hopefully get this top of the order going because right now in the first three games, it's the top of the order that's been struggling, Shep. Mitch McIntyre at the plate. First pitch from Roby. Misses for ball one. Runner at first. Nobody out. And as Tuck, you mentioned, this is an opportunity for BYU to get the split. 1-0. Just misses. Two balls and no strikes, and right now Roby having a hard time finding the strike zone. Yeah, that breaking ball just missed. Uh, he, he wanted it big time, but uh, Mitch has a 2-0 count. Looking for something to drive right here and start this game off with a bang. Two balls, no strikes. The 2-0 on its way, and a liner that will get into the gap and roll all the way to the wall in right center. Pintar already at third. 
Mike Littlewood waving Pintar home. He will score, and that is a stand-up double for Mitch McIntyre. And in the top of the first, BYU already on the board, one nothing. And that's what you do with a 2-0 pitch. You get a fastball elevated, and Mitch didn't miss that. Hammered that pitch in the right center. One hops the wall. Pintar scores easy from first, and the Cougs start again early with the one nothing lead. Yeah, led 2-0 in the game yesterday, and then Texas State, able to put together a 10-run inning, and BYU was able to fight back. I know Coach Littlewood was happy with the way that the team responded, uh, but an opportunity to pick up the second to win in this series and leave San Marcos with a 2-2 record. And for those that didn't get a chance to watch my amazing broadcast of Facebook Live <laughs> yesterday, I'm joking. But uh, Don't sell yourself short. I will say this. But they had a freak inning in the sixth inning, and really, if we played 99 games, we'd probably only see one of those all year, and that was the time we saw it. Roby facing Deming in the first pitch from Roby. Outside, ball one. So one run already in on the double from Mitch McIntyre. He stands at second base. Still nobody out in the top of the first. We need to get Austin Deming rolling here early in the season and get him ready for our, our Texas series this weekend. Absolutely. He's heading up the road. 1-0 pitch, low and outside. Two balls and no strikes now. And The catcher, Peyton Lewis, is going to trot out, as will the head coach. Yeah, head coach, is, he understands this game's importance. You know, he's trying to win a series here. Um, rumor has it that Texas State is looking for an opponent this weekend. It's, you know, one of those weird seasons where there could be a lot of cancellations, and so this game is a big game for them. They want to win this series and add another win to the column, and, and the Cougs are desperate in need to split this series. When you go on the road against a really good team in a hostile environment with some, you know, crazy circumstances, you want to come out with at least a split, and, and I like the way that the offense is starting early here, kind of finishing off what they did in that ninth inning last night, Shep, where they got things rolling, scored a few runs, had it had the tying run on deck in a game where they were we weren't playing very well and hopefully we can lead to some good things today the mound conference is over steven trout is the head coach of texas state in year number two here in san marcos and now roby looks into his catcher looks back at second base and delivers the 2-0 to deming ball three uh, most likely be taking here roby a freshman is obviously struggling it's i can't tell if he's a true freshman or if he's a COVID freshman, um, hard to tell that, um, but uh, going to have to have a, sp a specific yeah. designation moving forward on some of this stuff. The 3-0 pitch, strike one, and just like Tuck called, Deming taking all the way. That's the one easy thing about our roster. We Everyone advanced a year in their eligibility on our roster. The only one who's a COVID senior would be Abe, and everyone else is at their normal roster age-wise. 3-1 pitch to Deming. Inside, ball four, and that's now two walks by the starting pitcher, Tony Roby. By the way, from Mansfield, Texas, the righty, 6'4", 215. Yeah, it looks the part. Good arm. Just seems to not be able to command his fastball right now, Shep. He's got good hair. He's got, uh, he's got the long, flowing locks. Yes, he does. Which, in a little bit of wind today, you... It might be bothering him. A lot of bit of wind today, yeah. actually. The the wind is is quite fierce, and you were saying that it's progressively gotten worse. So one run in, BYU already on top, one nothing here in the top of the first. Roby delivers to Josh Cowden, a chopper. Roby gloves over to first, just, oh, in, just time. in time. He bobbled it, almost a little nonchalant, too nonchalant, fielding the ball and. Is able to get it over to first in time, but the runners do advance. So now with one out, 
BYU has runners at second and third, and an opportunity the for the designated hitter today for BYU, Jacob Wilk. Well, Cowden in that last at-bat step was trying to do more damage right there and turn this into a huge inning, but at the worst-case scenario there, he was able to advance both runners into scoring position with one out and see if Wilk can back him up and drive him in. The first pitch to Wilk in there for strike one, and I think that's the first strike one Roby has thrown. Yeah, it went to a slider on that time. Good pitch. No balls, one strike to Wilk. Roby kicks and delivers. Foul back to the screen, and Wilk falls behind. No balls and two strikes. So 0-2 count here. Pitcher's been in trouble throwing strikes. He's obviously been able to throw two quick ones here. But uh, this is a spot, if you're Jake Wilk, that yeah, the middle of the infield's playing back. So first base is playing in. Just find a way to drive the ball to second base and drive in a run or at least hit a sack fly. The 0-2 pitch. Low and misses. One ball and two strikes now to Wilk. In the first three games, Ship, we had a lot of opportunities early to score runs with runners in scoring position and couldn't get that hit. I believe even yesterday's game, we had multiple spots in those first six innings to blow that game open, and we just didn't do it. Swing and a foul. The count stays one ball and two strikes to Wilk. An RBI double from Mitch McIntyre scoring Andrew Pintar, and that gives us our one nothing lead for BYU here in the top of the first inning. This is the big at-bat right here early, Shep. Big spot for Wilk to add on another, at least one more run. The 1-2 on its way to Wilk. A liner right to second base makes the catch. as Cole Manning, and neither runner advances. So Roby, an out away from limiting the damage to just one run. Yeah, nice at bat there. Got another breaking ball, hit a line drive right to the second baseman. You know, two feet left to right, and that scores two runs. But uh, ah, tough break there for the Cougs. Two outs, one run in. Runners at second and third. BYU on top, one nothing. Roby delivers to Cole Gamble, who has looked pretty good in his BYU debut in this series. Two home runs, a two-run shot, and a three-run home run. Yeah, he started the day with a bang on Saturday, a couple of home runs. A little bit slow yesterday. 1-0 pitch, misses. Two balls and no strikes to Cole. But having been now at the field ship, the second home run he hit hit the top of the batter's eye in center. I mean, that ball was absolutely it was crushed. crushed. Two balls, no strikes, two outs, and two on. Roby with the 2-0 inside, ball three. Well, three and 0 count. Probably be taken here. Deming at second. McIntyre at third, Gamble at the plate, awaiting the 3-0 pitch. And it's on its way. Swing and a miss, 3-1. and one. I love it. Coach said, you know what, you might get a fastball here. Let's see if you can hit a three-run shot. Let's see and if we can make three home runs. He took a hack. Beautiful ballpark. Yeah, it is. Nice. Really nice ballpark here in San Marcos. About 30 miles south of Austin. The 3-1. Gamble taking. Now three balls and two strikes. Full count to Cole. Well, they got a battle here, Shep. Got to put a ball in play. Shortstop's playing a shift. He's playing over second base. Third base is playing in the six hole. The payoff pitch to Gamble. 
Just, just fouled it. Yeah, yeah, just fouled it. Stayed alive. So we'll do it again. Yeah, we're in a booth here, so you can't hear. And uh, it was hard to tell if he swung and missed there or if he actually foul-tipped it. But the uh, umpire put his hands up for foul ball. Yeah, our press box, the, the windows don't open. Luckily, there is, there's a, a slight opening at the top where we can get a, a crowd mic and give you some ambiance there. 3-2 pitch. Ground ball to second base. Gloved over to first in time. Gamble is retired, and so are the Cougars in the top of the first. BYU does score as we head to the bottom of the inning. Cougars up 1-0 on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. Welcome back to San Marcos, Texas. BYU leading 1-0 here in the bottom of the first inning. Before the game, I talked with the head coach of the Cougars, Mike Littlewood. Here's our quick chat. Coach, after a, a tough loss yesterday, the team's already shown in this series that it can bounce back. What's your biggest expectation for your team today? That, exactly what you said. We want to bounce back. And I thought we did a nice job. I, I don't know if ever in my career I've given up 10 runs uh, with two outs. And, you know, it's just that's one of the things that rarely, rarely happens. But um, I thought we did actually a nice job of, of bouncing back and finishing the game and actually having the tying run on deck uh, to, to end the game. And so our guys kept playing. And I think that's what we're looking for today. Just come out and play. I know that sometimes these games can turn into a staff day. I know that you have the pitching depth. If you wanted to go with the guy, you could. What's your plan for uh, the pitching today? Yeah, we're going to start Reed McLaughlin and uh, keep him on a, a short pitch count. We want to get off to a good start, uh, get through their first six hitters. And then uh, Cooper McKeon, um, McKay Johnson, Mitch McIntyre, Luke Sterner. Those are kind of the, the pool of guys that we're going to try to get through this, this nine-inning uh, game with. So, you know, I feel good about it. We want to win this game. We're not saving anybody. But in the back of my mind, we still have to think about the four tough games coming up with the University of Texas starting tomorrow. Coach, appreciate the time. Good luck today going for the split, and we'll talk to you after the game. All right. Thanks, Shep. All right, the coach's interview brought to you by doTERRA, proud sponsor of BYU Baseball, and coach is talking about Reed McLaughlin. Uh, Reed has already thrown one pitch, and it's already one out to the leadoff man, Will Hollis, the designated hitter. So Reed, with one out and nobody on, facing Justin Thompson, batting second in the order for Texas State. He'll be followed by Johnny Gonzalez, the right fielder, batting third. Defensively for the Cougars, we'll go over that in just a moment. The 1-0 pitch. Thompson in for a strike. One ball and one strike to Justin Thompson. Thompson, the junior from Frisco, Texas, just north of Dallas. McLaughlin delivers. Check swing by Thompson. Say he did not go. Two balls and one strike. BYU leading 1-0 here in the bottom of the first. The 2-1 pitch. Ground ball to second. Pintar with the glove over to first. Achikar makes the catch and quickly two away here in the bottom of the inning. Nicely done so far by Reed. That'll bring in Johnny Gonzalez. Grad transfer also from Frisco, Texas. 6'3", 205. Defensively in right field today. BYU in the outfield. Latham, McIntyre, and Gamble from left to right. Deming at third. Watkins at short. Pintar at second. Achikar at first. 
McLaughlin's pitch in there for strike one to Johnny Gonzalez. Behind the dish, Josh Cowden, the junior from Payson. And on the mound, the junior from Scottsdale, Reed McLaughlin. Yeah, and Reed normally doesn't start for us. He's usually a back-end option for us. It's going to go the other way from Gonzalez. He hits it down the third base side and all the way into left field. And he'll slide into second base safely. Yeah, he was really late on that swing and just inside out of that pitch and just barely snuck it inside the third baseline there for a two-out double. But going back to what I was saying there, Shep, is Reed normally closes for us, but this game being played today was supposed to be played last Friday, but because of the cancellation, we had to push it to there. We had an opportunity to possibly cancel, but we're coming down here. We want to play games. You just never know in a season like this how many games could get canceled. So when you got an opportunity to play, you want to play. So he gets the nod to to start for us and hopefully uh, throw a few innings for us. A spin and a, a throw to second base by McLaughlin gets past second and into center field. The runner will advance. And now a runner in scoring position with two outs at third base. That's yeah. Gonzalez. Yeah, quick spin move, timing, pickoff. I think uh, the timing was a little bit off. Brock got there a little late. You know, it was really close. Had he got there in time, I think it would have been close to an out there. Wesley Faison batting for the first time today. The first baseman, number 24. Now hitting with two outs and a runner at third base. Laughlin's first pitch. Swing and a miss by Faison. Strike one. Well, we'll call him the Cougar Killer. He had the big knock yesterday that really got things going. We were up two to nothing. We had two outs runners on first and second. And the first pitch he saw from Boston maybe is he hit a towering bomb to left field. And that just basically changed the whole game. It changed the entire complexion of the game without question. One nothing BYU here in the bottom of the first. McLaughlin delivers. It gets past Cowden all the way back to the screen. They'll throw back. To home plate, McLaughlin covering, but not in time. As Gonzalez slides in safely, and we're all tied up at one run apiece. Yeah, it looks like we had a uh, miscommunication on the signs there. Um, got crossed up. Cowden was looking for a breaking ball, and Reed threw a fastball. And that's why I was able to get, I mean, that fastball was almost down the middle. I was able to get right by Cowden because he was waiting for it to break, and it never did. One of those things early, Shep, that we've had so many early mistakes so far in this four games that we played this year with just young, inexperienced type, you know, errors and, and mental mistakes that have really cost us. A throw into center field and then a ball that went all the way back to the screen allows the first run of the inning for Texas State. The batter still facing. Now hitting with nobody on, still two outs. Two balls, one strike, two Faison. Faison is a junior from Richmond, Texas. 6'3", 225. 2-1 pitch. Ground ball foul past third base. The count even at two balls and two strikes. Yeah, big, strong kid, a lot of power, but, I mean, you look at that scoreboard. He's only batting 125 in the series. He has only the one hit. It was a huge hit <laughs> in the three-run homer. But, He's uh, made it count. Yeah, doesn't have any walks, anything like that. Um, but uh, it's a guy like that that you just cannot make a mistake to. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, nobody on. The 2-2 pitch way outside. Now a full count to face him. 
BYU led 1-0 after an RBI double from Mitch McIntyre in the top of the first. The Bobcats have tied things up here in the bottom of the inning with two outs. McLaughlin delivers the payoff pitch to Faison. Swing and a miss, and Reed strikes him out for the third out of the inning. But we are all tied up at one run apiece, heading to the top of the second from San Marcos, Texas, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. That's right, Jason Shepard alongside Tuckett Slade, Bobcat Stadium in San Marcos, Texas. Our new skin BYU Sports Network radio debut for BYU baseball. The Cougars come in with a record of 1-2, and two, looking for the series split today. All tied up at one run apiece, heading to the top of the second. And Hayden Latham leading things off for BYU, and he looks at ball one from Tony Roby. Latham's been playing a little bit, I would say, wound up here. You know, he's a senior, excited, has had a really good fall for us, but this this first three games, he's been a little too amped up. Well, he's going to pick up a base hit. It's a ground ball right past the shortstop. So, nice way for the Cougars to begin the top of the second. Well, and that's why Coach Littlewood moved him back in the order, Shep, from leadoff to, what, six hole, I think is what he's at today. Uh, yeah, seven hole actually. Yes, hitting is, seventh is to just hey relax and play your game, and it's nice to see him get his first hittable fastball and, and his single in the left. Freddie Achikar now will get his first plate appearance of the day. Freddie showing bunt, bunts it foul off to the left side, strike one. Freddie Achikar, one of my favorites. I wish he was at BYU for four years and not just the one year that we're going to have him. Yeah, coming over from Georgetown. Georgetown grad transfer. Already has his undergrad degree from Georgetown with a 3.8 GPA. 0-1 pitch. Achikar goes the other way, and that will be fair down the left field line. It will roll all the way to the wall. Latham rounding third. They're going to send him home. The throw to the plate, not in time, and Latham slides in safely and nicely done and heads up running by Achikar, who was at second base, advancing to third after the ball bounced away from the catcher, Peyton Lewis. Yeah, Achikar did a great job staying inside that baseball and driving it right down the left field line in the opposite field double, and coach decided, you know what, I'm sending Latham, and it was a bang-bang play at the plate. And right as he's sliding in, I think he got right in the way of the ball, Shep, and it caused the catcher not to be able to see it, and the catcher wasn't able to catch it. Drops it, and, late, and Achikar moves up to third. BYU got something going here in the top of the second. Have retaken the lead 2-1 to one, with nobody out now and a runner at third base. So Freddie now has seen three pitches in his BYU uniform. First pitch he saw on Saturday as a pinch hitter, he singled. And the, third, and the second pitch he saw today, he doubled on. So starting his career off hot. Brock Watkins at the plate. A little story that nobody will really know except for us that are here in the ballpark and in the dugout is that Freddie's, Freddie actually, in the opening BP session on Saturday morning um, during our, our in-and-out session, he took a weird bounce off the ground from a ball hit, and it hit him in the nose. Watkins gets underneath that pitch, a high fly ball to deep left. Left fielder Gonzalez is going to make the catch for the first out of the inning, and Achikar will tag and score easily from third, and BYU's increased its lead to two runs now. It's 3-1 Cougars here in the top of the second. 
Yeah, going back to that story, he took a ball off. Freddie took a ball off his off his face, and ended up uh, breaking his nose, and uh, <laughs> broke his nose. Like, oh, he's not gonna be able to play, and we're able to get him to see a doc real quick, which happens to be his dad, who was in the stands, who's an orthopedic surgeon. Popped it back in, and that helps. That helps when you've got that in the family, right? And he's back playing. Back to the top of the order, Andrew Pintar led off the game with a walk, his second plate appearance, and. He would eventually come around to score BYU's first run. Cougars have added two more. It's now 3-1 BYU, and that pitch way inside. I thought it actually had a chance of hitting. Yeah, it almost did. Andrew, but did he call a strike on that? Uh, no, it's one and one. I think it should be one and one, right? Or was the first pitch a ball? I thought the first pitch was a ball. Now that's strike one. Should be one ball and one oh. strike now. I guess he did call it a strike. Tough to call a strike when it almost hits you. Yeah, the scoreboard says one ball and two strikes. Roby delivers high and inside. Two balls and two strikes now to the Cougar leadoff man, Andrew Pintar. Offense needs to not be complacent, Shep. They need to keep putting the pressure on the Bobcats. Roby with the 2-2 pitch inside, and now a full count to Pintar. This is one of those midweek type field games where we got a big series coming up with Texas starting tomorrow. Don't have a ton of arms available today, Ship. Let's just be honest here. Like, there's not a lot of guys that can really throw today to get ready for the weekend. And so we got to score some runs. Payoff pitch inside. And that's the second walk for Andrew Pintar. Yeah, two seam fastball ran in, two pitches in a row. Uh, Roby wanted it for a strike, but good eye on Pintar, and he gets a nice one out walk. The center fielder, number six, Mitch McIntyre. Mitch McIntyre, his second plate appearance of the day. In the top of the first, did an RBI stand-up double to put BYU on the board first. Now throw over to first from Roby. Pintar able to get back safely. Mitch has three doubles now in the first four games. Actually... One was a triple. I forgot last night. It ended up being a triple. Another check on Pintar. The ball bounces off of his back yes, and it does. gets away from fir the first baseman. Shep, that's the worst feeling. Just take a fastball right to the lower back right there. With as bad as my lower back feels, it may actually help. <laughs> it may pop something back into place. What does your back hurt for, Chef? <sighs> well, you know. You're just getting older. Usually your back gets slower when you're lifting legs. <laughs> I won't go there. Yeah, thanks. It's only our first broadcast, and it was brought up. Another check on Pintar. They are certainly concerned about the speed of Andrew Pintar. I only say it, Shep, because I get a hard time, too, from all the coaching staff. So is this going to finally be the trip where Shep gets invited to go work out with uh, the guys? Probably not, but That's who knows. Great. It's fantastic. COVID protocols. Don't want to be too close. <laughs> sure. First pitch, high and outside to McIntyre. We finally get a pitch to Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> Three checks on Pintar at first, and that's the first ball that Tony Roby has thrown to the batter of Mitch McIntyre. Pintar at first. One out and a 1-0 count to McIntyre. Roby delivers. Change-up action there. It's a good pitch. One ball and one strike now to McIntyre. Wind's actually changed a little bit. It was blowing out to right. It's hard to tell. It's like 
sort of thinner, sort of right, kind of. You've got three or four forth. different flags blowing in different directions. It's a little misleading. 1-1 one, one pitch. In the dirt, gets past the catcher, Lewis, and Pintar advancing to second. Nicely done. So now, two balls, one strike to McIntyre. Now he's hitting with a runner in scoring position with just one out. BYU already with two runs here in the top of the second. They lead 3-1. You think about uh, the black uniforms. The yeah, Bob, the Bobcats. Bobcats have the black uniforms with the, the kind of the gold striping and maroon lettering. It's not bad. Timeout called by Lewis to get on the same what, page with Roby. What do you think? We should get an all-Navy uniform? Hey, football's going to do it. <laughs> Look, and I wasn't don't, sure I was going to... Don't, don't, don't break the, the news. No, this no, no. It's, rumors. it's been on social media. It's been <laughs> from kidding. BYU equ football equipment, by the way. <laughs> the 2-1 pitch. Good take. Misses. Three balls and one strike. I, I did not think I was going to like the All-Navy, the football war last year. It turned out to be one of my favorites. I think that could work. Yeah, I'm not a fan of... In baseball, let's go back to just baseball. I'm not a fan of... Unless it's a just a white or a gray, I'm not a fan of a... A color, full color. The 3-1 pitch. McIntyre fouls it back. So 3-1 there, and he went with a changeup. I mean, Mitch got a 2-0 fastball that he hit for a double. So obviously, Roby's a little nervous. He doesn't want to give another one up. So he went to a 3-1 changeup. He does have first base open, so I wouldn't be surprised if he goes breaking ball again here. We mentioned what uh, Texas State's uniforms look like. BYU going with the gray pants and the navy tops today. The payoff pitch to McIntyre. Stay fair. Stay fair. Turns Stay on fair. that ball, hits it deep. It has home run distance. Unfortunately, it was foul down the right field line. Uh, that may have hit a vehicle. Wasn't ours. <laughs> wasn't ours. I saw a couple of those watching the uh, ESPN Plus broadcast, and I thought, yeah, that's probably not where I would want to park. Pintard second base, one out, and a full count to McIntyre. Roby delivers the payoff pitch. Called strike three on the inside, and McIntyre strikes out looking. Looks like you caught him guessing right there, Ship. Fastball in the inner corner, inside corner. He just absolutely froze him. I think he thought he was going to go breaking ball again. Still an opportunity to add another run with Pintar in scoring position at second, dimming the batter. Deming walked in his first plate appearance. Roby looks back at second base, kicks and delivers to Deming. Austin fouls that back over the screen and actually out of the park. Let me just tell you how tough baseball is, Ship. Austin Deming all fall and all early spring in our inner squads, we couldn't get him out. And we have a really good pitching staff. We could not get him out. And then opening weekend... You know, he's, he's struggled to really get going. We need him to get hot. A one pitch. A little excuse me swing right back to Roby. Roby, gloves, and an underhand throw to first. Dimming is retired, as are the Cougars in the top of the second. But they add two runs and lead 3-1, heading to the bottom of the inning on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's Jason Shepard. BYU leading 3-1 in the bottom of the second inning. Reed McLaughlin back out for his second inning of work. Reed getting the start today for the Cougars. 
Facing number 23, the left fielder, Jose Gonzalez, Spring, Texas. BYU with one run in the top of the first, two in the top of the second. Gonzalez fouls back to first pitch. Healthy swing right there. Yes, yep. it was. He is not going to get cheated on that swing. Strike one to Gonzalez. Right now, the only part of the field that's really covered in the shade is home plate. The 0-1 pitch misses away. One ball and one strike. So right now you've got the the entire home plate is covered in the shade and, and roughly 10 to 15 feet in front of it. Everything else is in the sun right now. Definitely a tough time to hit. 1-1 one, one pitch to Gonzalez. Lifts that ball into left field. Latham there makes the catch, and Gonzalez is retired for the first out here in the bottom of the second. It's one of those days every time there's a ball hit in the air, I just hope that the wind didn't shift that direction and, and help it. Yeah, lift it up into the jet stream yeah. and carry it out. The catcher, Peyton Lewis from Cypress, Texas, will bat with nobody on and one out. The first pitch to Lewis. Misses, ball one. As we've mentioned several times, BYU will head up the interstate about 30 miles and begin a four-game series against the University of Texas tomorrow. We'll have the games for you here on the new skin BYU Sports Network, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. All the games, Tuck and I will have them for you. Chef, we're going to be facing an extremely hungry, winless Texas team. Yeah, 0-3 are the Longhorns. Now, granted, Swing and a foul, by the way. They played the number seven, number eight, and number five team in the country. That is a very ambitious so, way to begin your season, yeah, to face they, three straight top ten teams. Yeah, they're invited to the, the, the tournament in uh, the new ballpark in Arlington that the Rangers have, and they were all top 15 and under caliber teams invited. It was Big Ten versus SEC, Big 12 versus SEC showdown. 1-1 one, one pitch right down the middle for strike two, so Reed jumps ahead of Lewis, one ball and two strikes. So it was Texas, Texas Tech, and TCU. And then it was Ole Miss, Arkansas, and Mississippi State that were invited. And they each played each other one time except for the, you know, you played the other conference. And the uh, SEC went 8-1 and one in, that, <laughs> in that weekend tournament. 1-2. Fouled off to the left. They, they faced some electric arms. We're talking Ole Miss has, they were throwing their 10th guy the other day, and he was still 95-97. Their 10th arm of the weekend. That's pretty incredible when you think about so. it. But you're right. Texas is going to be a hungry yeah. team after starting their season 0-3 and, and being back home. That's why this is a really important it's game huge, for yeah. BYU huge to game. split this four-game series to a piece. And so far, things have started off well for BYU, leading 3-1 here in the bottom of the second. McLaughlin delivers the 1-2. That will be a little bloop. Will it get down? It will. A diving attempt by Latham. Not in time. Good effort, really good effort. Absolutely. He didn't miss it by much. Lewis now sliding into second base. So a one-out double for Peyton Lewis gives the Bobcats a runner in scoring position with only one out, trailing 3-1. The shortstop, number 11, Cameron Gibbons. Kind of one of those risk-reward type plays. 
Mitch was doing a good job backing that up, but you know, by Hayden diving, that guy gets a double out of it. If he just lets it drop and fields it in front of him, he's still on first base, but he missed it by maybe three inches. Great effort. Cameron Gibbons, the batter. Gibbons, Gibbons came from in Houston, yesterday. Texas. He came in yesterday after the shortstop got injured on his first at bat and did a really good job. Gibbons looks at strike one from McLaughlin. Had an RBI single in that game in the in the game last night in that big inning that I felt like would never end. <laughs> it was a very long didn't ten run inning for sure. Didn't sleep well last night, Chef. I just kept seeing free bases. No balls, one strike to Gibbons. McLaughlin kicks and delivers. Ground ball foul. They hung that slider right there. Good, good piece of hitting there by Gibbons. Probably what, missed it by a foot maybe? A foot. Yeah, yeah that, that went right near the third base bag and missed it by about a foot. So, read ahead. No balls, two strikes. One out, runner at second. Gibbons, 6'1", 170. The 0-2 pitch. In there for strike three looking. Ain't nicely it. done by Reed McLaughlin to pick up the strikeout in the second out of the inning. That's one thing Reed can do right there is he can paint the outside corner with a fastball. And he kind of looked like he got him guessing there. He had just hung the slider that he hit hard, and he went fastball away and just froze him. Good pitch. Cade Manning is the batter. He'll hit with two outs and a runner at second. And I'm, I'm still trying to figure out if – Wham's Careless Whisper is a joke walk-up song, or if he it's really been, likes the song? It's been his song for three out of the four games. I know. <laughs> I, I just I don't know if it's a joke or not. First pitch, misses, ball one to Cole Manning, the freshman from South Lake, Texas. South Lake in the Dallas suburbs. Dallas is about, what, three hours away? I think, uh, yeah, a little three, three and a half maybe. Two outs and a runner at second. They'll throw back to second. The runner back in time. BYU leading 3-1 here on the bottom of the second. Jason Shepard and Tuckett Slade from Bobcat Stadium in San Marcos, Texas. The fourth and final game of this series against Texas State. 1-0. Now 2-0. In the distance, you can see the train tracks. I've had a couple of trains come by. Not today, but in previous games, I've seen those on some of the broadcasts. You have the football stadium for Texas State out in the distance past uh, right field. It's a really nice campus. Yeah, it really is. San Marcos is a much... Bigger than I thought it was. The 2-0 pitch. Strike one. Manning was taking. A little over 40,000 people go to school here. and That's a decent enrollment. I'm talking to someone in town that said every year the freshman class just keeps getting bigger and bigger. So they just keep getting bigger and bigger. Well, when you think if you're, you're, you're essentially smack dab in the middle of Austin and San Antonio. So yep. you're pulling from all of these major metropolitan areas. The 2-1 pitch. High and away. Three balls and one strike now to Manning. And this, this, this Bobcat team is talented. They're one of the oldest teams in college baseball. They had 12 returning seniors 
call them COVID seniors, and, and they started off hot last year. They won their league the year before that, a regional team. They have it tough. Hey, their conference is tough because they've got uh, Coastal Carolina in that league, which is a phenomenal baseball team. Three balls, one strike. McLaughlin delivers, and that pitch is high. Ball four. That's a two-out walk to Manning. That'll bring in the number nine hitter, Isaiah Ortega-Jones. This is a big spot here. You're up two runs. Bottom of the second. You just put up two more to take the lead. You got a couple of quick outs, and then you had now you have a, a, a hit and a walk, and now here, here you are chance for them to uh, chip into this lead. A couple of guys down in the bullpen warming up for the Cougs. Ortega Jones was actually a late addition to the lineup. Defensively, he's in center field, but we got that information about 30 seconds before the game started. And McLaughlin's first pitch to Ortega Jones is ball one. Yeah, I mean, we literally got... 30 seconds before they took the field. Oh, hey, they, they changed lineups. So as long as the lineups are good to the umpire, <laughs> you have all the way till you hand it into the umpire. So change their mind, maybe an injury or something happened. One ball, no strikes. Two outs. And Reed looked like he tried to stop himself from throwing, and, and they're going to call a balk. He, he ended up throwing the ball about 10 feet in front of him, straight down. Well, that's actually, that's uh, Cowden's fault. Had Cowden let that ball go past the plate, it would have been okay. But he went and got up ahead in front, and therefore I think the box called because of it. He definitely slipped and fell down. But now there will be a conference on the pitcher's mound. Michael Bradshaw, the pitching coach. Josh Cowden, the catcher. Go out and talk with McLaughlin. So now the situation is not a pitch, though. That one wasn't a pitch, so it's still 1-0. Things have gotten a little more dicey for BYU. You still have two outs, so you're an out from getting out of this inning unscathed. But now the Bobcats have runners at second and third, and a base hit in all likelihood would tie this game up. BYU on top 3-1 here. Bradshaw making his way back to the Cougar dugout. Now Josh Cowden walking back behind home plate. The batter still, Ortega Jones. Isaiah Ortega Jones, a junior from Fort Worth. One zero, right down the middle for strike one. Went to a slider there. Basically, they call that still on a strike. Just trying to flip it over, change the eye and the angle. One ball, one strike, two outs. Runners at second and third for Texas State. The one-one pitch, swing and a foul, and now Reed is a strike from getting out of this jam. A big spot again here, Shep. One, two count, runners the second and third with two outs. Need to find a way right here to get a big out and leave those runners on base and keep that two run lead. 
One ball, two strikes, two outs, two on. Here in the bottom of the second inning. BYU leading 3-1. McLaughlin on the mound facing Isaiah Ortega-Jones. Reed looking to put an end to this inning right here. The 1-2 pitch just misses. Two balls and two strikes now. Man, that must be down because it didn't look outside. Oh, that's a close pitch. I'm surprised Ortega-Jones didn't take a swing at that. was a really nice pitch from really McLaughlin. Was. Oh, tough break right there. Still got to lock in 2-2 count. Execute right here. Two's across the board. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, and two on. BYU with a two-run lead. Now timeout is called. This will most likely be his last batter. The left-hander McLaughlin in the pen is ready to go. McLaughlin delivers the 2-2. It's a ground ball chopped to Deming at third. Across the diamond in Got time. Him. Got him. Nicely done. Freddie Atchikar had to reach for that. The umpire made sure that Freddie got his foot back on the bag in time. He said he did, and Ortega Jones is retired. Crisis averted. We're heading to the top of the third. BYU leading 3-1 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. Top of the third inning, BYU leading 3-1, and they'll face a new pitcher. We believe that it's number nine, Tristan Dixon, a right-handed sophomore from Conroe, Texas. We were talking about the black jerseys. It's actually making, looking at the numbers, yeah, that is number nine. That is Tristan Dixon. So Dixon will come in as the second pitcher of record for the Bobcats. He'll be facing the catcher, Josh Cowden, here in the top of the third. Cowden grounded out in the first inning, so it's his second at bat. He swings and pops that up down the left field line, carrying back in the left fielder, makes the catch. Gonzalez gets the first out of the inning. As Cowden is retired, quickly one away. Yeah, good swing there by Cowden. Just, uh, just was a little late and got under it. Popped it up to left. Jacob Wilk lined out to second in the first, so he's 0 for 1. Looks at strike one from Dixon. The 0-1 pitch to Wilk. Ball one. Evens the count at a ball and a strike. The temperature in the 70s, which is obviously a major departure from, say, four or five days ago. The 1-1 pitch to Wilk. Gets on top of it. Grounds it to shortstop. Makes the play. Nice play there by third baseman. And two away here in the top of the third. The right fielder number is 22. Wilk 0 for 2. Cole Gamble will now bat with two outs and nobody on. Dixon trying to make quick work of the Cougars here in the top of the third. 
First pitch to Gamble is outside, ball one. Decent crowd here at Bobcat Stadium. A 1-0 pitch. Misses, ball two. We had some locals say that we lucked out on Saturday being that they, they closed the stands because the middle of the stands still had some snow and stuff that they weren't used to, so they couldn't have anybody sit there, so they only had family only sitting on each end. And they said that Saturday is a, is a rowdy day for the locals to come out and watch games, and so that we were, we were fortunate that we didn't get to have to hear the local rowdies Saturday during our doubleheader. The 2-0 pitch you probably just heard ricocheting on some of the uh, steel near our broadcast location. Gamble is going to get a base hit as that ball falls into shallow center, and that's a two-out hit for Cole Gamble. Yeah, I got a fastball elevated there and just hit it right back up the middle. I thought it was going to actually stay up, and center fielder might catch that, but drops right in front of him for a nice two-out hit. Gamble keeps the top of the third alive for BYU. BYU up 3-1. Hayden, Hayden Latham is one for one. Picked up a single in the second inning. And the first pitch to Hayden. High and inside. Ball one. Gamble at first. Two outs. BYU with three runs on four hits. Dixon delivers to Latham. Swing and a miss. Strike one. The Bobcats with one run on two hits. BYU does have one error. And that error was the reason that they scored a run. That's the that reason why. Ball. That's correct. The 1-1. One, one. Latham takes strike two. That was a frustrating thing about the first loss that we had Shep on Saturday was that we had four errors in that game and we had a tough error in center field late in that game in a tie ball game that basically gave them the game. Gamble on the move. Latham with a swing and a high fly ball that will get into the bullpen. So Gamble will have to trot back to first. One ball, two strikes, and two outs. Latham at the plate, facing Tristan Dixon, the sophomore from Conroe, Texas. Six feet, 175. He's a right-hander. The one-two pitch. Ground ball up the middle. Shortstop gloves, throws to first in time, and the Cougars are retired. They do not score in the top of the third, bottom half of the inning, right after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Luke Sterner, the new BYU pitcher here in the bottom of the third inning, the youngest of the Sterner boys. We've already seen Jack in this series. Justin in the minor leagues with the Miami Marlins. So Luke getting the opportunity to step out on the mound today. His team up 3-1 here in the bottom of the third inning. And it's the top of the order for Texas State. Hollis, Thompson, and Gonzalez will bat here in the bottom of the third. Know, 
Still waiting for Luke to get a couple more warm-up tosses, and I think he's just wrapped that up. Well, the youngest of the Sterners finally gets his Cougar debut here. Definitely is the nicest of the Sterners, too. <laughs> like the best kid in the world. I feel like that's more of a shot at the other Sterner oh, boys than, than yeah. it is praising Luke. Absolutely, and I hope Justin's listening. <laughs> Luke's first pitch to Hollis. Taken for strike one. All of the brothers look alike, too. Yeah, they, they, do. they There is certainly a sterner look. For sure. The bodies are different, but the face. Yes, there, there are characteristics and traits you can tell. A one pitch. Well, this is a game where we're going to need Luke to, to give us a couple of innings, extend here, and really help this pitching staff out. One ball and one strike. To Will Hollis. 1-1. One, one. Good pitch. Strike two to Hollis. Three-one lead for BYU here in the fourth and final game of this series against Texas State. Cougars will begin a four-game set at the University of Texas tomorrow in Austin. A one-two pitch. Chopped foul, and the count stays one and two. Facing a top of the order, good hitters here. Looks like he's got pretty good command of that fastball right now. See if he'll mix in. He's got a really good changeup, Shep. The one-two pitch to Hollis. High, two balls and two strikes. What kind of nerves do you think he's got going right here? First <laughs> college outing. I've got to think that the adrenaline is pumping. Yeah, for sure. Two balls, two strikes. Luke Sterner on the mound. Will Hollis at the plate. And the 2-2 on its way. And now a full count to Hollis. Three balls and two strikes. Well, no freebie here. Make him earn it. There's a, there's a reason why 30%, a.k.a. 300, is a good batting average. It's hard to hit. Make hitters swing the bat. The payoff pitch. Come get it. A liner to right field. Nice Nicely shot. done by Cole Gamble. Moving to his right. Makes the catch. And Hollis is retired for the first out here in the bottom of the third. Sometimes the hardest out to get is the first one. From 1-2 to 3-2. And then able to get a line drive, hit hard, and Gamble did a great job coming and making that play. Maybe calm his nerves a little bit right there. Like, okay, all right. It's like, okay, yeah, I've done this. This is not new to me. Just baseball. So one out, the batter, Justin Thompson. Defensively today at third base for the Bobcats, hitting second in the order. He grounded out to short in his first plate, plate appearance, and he looks at strike one from Luke Sterner. I was telling you how you know nice Luke is and how awesome of a kid he is. I was telling Jack, I'm like, Jack, why is Luke so nice? He's like the greatest kid I've ever met. And he's like, you're sounding like my mom. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, you've heard that a few times on huh, Jack. One out, nobody on. The 0-1 pitch to Thompson. Swinging a foul back to the screen, and Luke jumps ahead. No balls and two strikes. I love his demeanor out there. He's just kind of a calm type kid, and he's sneaky. He's going to throw, you know, 92-plus with a breaking ball when it's all said and done. 
Look, you want to be a calm baseball player Absolutely. in general, but yep. if, if that is a trait you have and you are a pitcher, you are so far ahead of the game. Absolutely. No balls, two strikes, one out. The 0-2. Just a bit high. That pitch was high. In fact, it went over the glove of Josh Cowden and back to the wall. The old curveball that forgot to curve, Yep, It totally so, slipped out of his hand. So one ball and two strikes. As soon as he released that, you could just see the look on his eye like, oh, no. <laughs> well, the good news is there was nobody on base. For sure. So no harm, no foul there. One ball, two strikes. One-two pitch. Just got a piece of it, oh, did Thompson. He, he, you're right about that. He just did. A really good breaking ball right there. He was out in front. Just barely foul tipped that. 3-1 Cougars in the bottom of the third. Bobcats took game one of the series. Cougars took the second game. Texas State won game three. One-two pitch. Swinging a high fly ball, a towering ball into right center. The right fielder, Gamble, over to make the catch. And Thompson is now retired for two outs in the bottom of the third. Nicely done so far by Luke Sterner. I would say Cole Gamble's probably our best defensive outfielder. And so anytime the ball is hit his way, I'm really confident. But uh, with the wind and how high that was hit, he caught that a little bit deep than he, deeper than he likes to, and it made me a little nervous. Well, with as high as it went, if there yeah. was any ball that was going to get taken by the wind, it was going to be that one. That was a moonshot. Straight up. The batter, Johnny Gonzalez, and he looks at strike one from Luke Sterner. Two outs, nobody on. The 0-1 pitch, swing Good. and a miss, took something off of that one. Good changeup right there. Go get him, Lukey. Go get him. Sterner, a strike away from a 1-2-3 bottom of the third. Nobody on. No balls, two strikes, two outs. Sterner at the plate. Or excuse me, Gonzalez at the plate, and he fouls that one off into the BYU bullpen. Sterner on the mound. The count stays, no balls and two strikes. You get one mistake, there's your one. Okay. <laughs> the announcer yesterday when Chase Taylor came in to pinch hit, he announced the 44 from, San, from Texas State. Texas State. Hitting and not our 44, and he had to correct himself in the middle. It was pretty funny. It happens. It's, it your, happens. First, it's your first game. We're, we're human. 0-2 pitch spot. in for strike three. A strikeout and a 1-2-3 inning from the freshman Luke Sterner heading to the top of the fourth. BYU leading 3-1 on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. <laughs> 